Thanks for joining us. Marcus Burnett here with Brandon Clay. Brandon, you had a great weekend to say the least. And let's be honest, you were at a place that was loaded with talent, man. <laughs> I was at USA Basketball. Those boys were hooping. I'm just honest, man. It was, it was awesome, man. What a great time. So we're going to discuss the 2014 uh, class and, and the prospects that they had there representing that class. Let's start off with James Blackman Jr. out of Marion High School, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, Blackman was able to, to make plays with the ball in his hand, also played off the ball. You know, honestly, he is a first-class defender. His ability to get inside of people, make life hard for them. Uh, you know, we project him as a, a kid who's going to be able to play on the ball primarily. But his ability to defend is really what stuck out to us during the course of the camp. And then he's athletic in the open floor as well. Shot it. Did a lot of good things. Was able to score the basketball in a variety of ways. So nice score, but primarily a kid that gets it done defensively is going to make life hard, man, for the other uh, ball handler. Next up, Justin Jackson. And uh, before you talk about his encore performance, I'm impressed by what he's able to do off the court as far as being homeschooled. I think it really says a lot about how he approaches the game. Uh, with the fact that he was too smart to almost stay in school uh, there in the Cincinnati area. Talk about Jackson. Well, and he actually is committed to North Carolina already, you know, a kid that is a, a top ten kid uh, across the board, and for good reason. And real skill, played actually some on the point here. He's about six seven, so long, you know, body frame puts you in the mind of, you know, even throwing it back to Sean Livingston when he was in high school, not that type of player skill-wise in terms of being a primary point guard all the time, but definitely a kid who can handle it. He and Tyus Jones were, were bumping and going at it, Tyus Jones being the point guard from Minnesota, who we'll get to in a little bit. So with some of the point guards out, you know, Joel Berry, a kid that also was going to North Carolina, wasn't able to play. Uh, another guard, D'Angelo Russell, who's going to Ohio State, was not able to play. They weren't able to make it to the camp. So guys that would have helped handle the ball were gone and, and out. He stepped up and did a heck of a job all weekend long. Now Stanley Johnson, no knock to this gentleman individually, but he's coming out of California as a Braves fan. This <laughs> is kind of a bittersweet moment. I don't think Juan Uribe's ball has landed just yet. Uh, we're going to talk about Stanley Johnson. Uh, he, was, he was big time. He's a, a grown man physically. You see him, and he's just impressive. Uh, I mean, every bit of 6'5". Of it looks like he weighs 240. I mean, he's built like a truck. He should be playing football on Sundays. So that's the way he looks. He handled the point guard as well as Jackson did. Uh, you know, once again, another guy who we project to be an off-ball guy. Arizona's in the mix. Southern Cal's in the mix. Kentucky's in the mix recruiting-wise. So no shortage of suitors there for Johnson. But he plays hard. Just a great motor continually plays every single play out of Matterday High School, and they've known for being producing talent, football, girls basketball, boys basketball. Johnson's just another one in the lineage. He might have been as impressive as any prospect there with the energy level and the skill set he brought. Normally you get one or the other, but to be able to get both with the physical package that Johnson is going to bring, definitely noteworthy. Tyus Jones, he was on the radar for you, no pun intended, uh, before you even got out there. And uh, as you mentioned in our pre-production meeting, he didn't disappoint. He's really skilled. You know, I actually talked about him in the day one recap. And, you know, maybe he doesn't have the length of a, you know, a Rajon Rondo long term or that 
athleticism, explosiveness that Derrick Rose has in terms of an NBA projection. You know, when you talk about guys in the top ten of the class, you have to be projecting them to play at that level, especially with the one-and-done rule. It could be 18 months, and Tyus Jones could be headed toward the NBA at the end of his, uh, you know, college season, freshman college season, excuse me. He just gets it done. You know, there were times that he would attack the rim, and you see the big 6'10", 6'11", post player coming over, whether it's Thomas Bryant, whether it's Miles Turner, whether it was Diamond Stone. And before they could get to him, his arm was extended, it was out, and he was to the rim with a way to finish. He was finding guys' bodies in traffic. He's a great passer. They were running a two-on-two pick-and-roll drill. And there were multiple times in which he came off of it, slid the ball ever so gently in between the two defenders on the bounce into a pocket pass for the recipient to catch it and finish it. And he always put the ball right where it needed to be. Uh, if he continues to develop the consistency and his confidence in his outside jumper, we could see Tyus Jones in the league sooner than later. You know, throughout the web, we've seen instances where the question has been asked, is Kevin Looney the next Kevin Durant? What kind of rationale well, would be there for a question like that? Lee? Well, you know what's interesting? I, I think the frames are very similar. I think when you watch, you know, Looney play, and you think about Durant, especially in his high school days, we talked about how small he was and, you know, just his frame kind of fit the mold. I think they're different players, though. I think Looney is much more of a traditional power forward, a run and jump type of guy, where Durant obviously has emerged into, you know, a real wing player skill-wise, Dirk Nowitzki-like in that regard, where both of those guys have real perimeter skill and want to face up. I really see Looney long-term as a four-player, but I get it. I, I can see where the comparisons, the frame, and that kind of stuff can come into play, but I think that they're very different. But Looney did a heck of a job of representing for the state of Wisconsin. He was everywhere. His activity level was really impressive. You know, we talked about Johnson's motor and those things, and Looney was right there with him in terms of one of the most active guys inside the camp, rebounded the basketball, found his way around the rim to be able to score it. We talk about the two-on-two -two pick and rolls with Tyus Jones. They actually had a Sunday morning workout where they split the 2014 guys off because they're not going to be eligible for that U17 team, and they were just getting some work in three-on-three full court. And Looney did a heck of a job of screening and rolling and finding the space off of the roll, finding the pop when they took the roll away with the backside help. He was just always active and aware of what was going on. It was an impressive weekend for Looney. Speaking of impressive, uh, his prospect list alone as far as potential colleges is impressive. Let's talk about Kelly Oubre and the Rock Chalk Jayhawks sighting. Well, he actually is you know, from Texas, playing at Finley Prep out of Nevada, the powerhouse. Jonathan Hemingway will get to see those guys at Hoop Hall in January on Martin Luther King weekend. And I'm sure they'll be on TV a time or two as well. He's really good. You know, we talk about Johnson's physicality, and, and Oubre's is a little different in terms of how he's built, but he's every bit as impressive. He's strong, not as big. Johnson's built, like I said, like a football player. You, you can see him play on Sundays. Well, Oubre really has that quality basketball build, that strength, but can play, you know, even on the ball a little bit. You know, we project him as a 2-3 guy. Should be able to step right in, assuming Andrew Wiggins goes on to the pros, as we would all project at the end of this year out there in Lawrence, Kansas. And he just committed, Oubre did today, to the Jayhawks. Had listed Kansas and Kentucky there at the, the end, canceled the trip to Kentucky and went ahead and shut it down to Kansas. Had just been uh, on campus before he got to Colorado. So good, good weekend for, for Oubre. A visit to Kansas, USA basketball, and then a commitment to Kansas all in about a 96-hour span. It doesn't get a lot better than that as a high school kid. Hey, man, can't beat it. 
Uh, next up, Theo Pinson. I've always enjoyed watching him play for uh, the CP3 All-Stars, Coach John Adams uh, out there in the Carolinas. Uh, talk about his performance there at the camp. Oh, so smooth. Uh, his ability to make shots. I actually have been talking with, um, you know, Notre Dame freshman on the girls' side, Taya Reimer, you know, who had kind of filled me in on, on Pinson's game a while back. And I know you have been talking about CP3 All-Stars. And there's just a lot of people that have been chirping about his ability to make shots. You know, you talk about Jackson in that class, Joel Berry, who I mentioned, wasn't able to be there. But at the point guard, Pinson, I think, is going to be the shooter of the class, the guy that can make shots. He can shoot it off the mid-range, off the catch. A couple of times in the half-court set, he caught it, ripped through. Now, remember, he's right-handed, takes one bounce to his strong hand, pulls up for the jumper at 17 or 18 feet with the defender's hand in his face. Splash. And just so feathery. So he, he does it smooth. It's effortless. Can shoot the three off the catch. Remember, the FIBA international line behind the high school college line will still make him. No big deal. No real adjustment period there for him. He's definitely one that we'll keep an eye on as he gets on campus there with Roy Williams and company. But he, he's got a chance to, to be a specialist for sure at the collegiate level and possibly the professional level as well. Next up, Miles Turner, who may not necessarily be the most explosive guy, but don't sleep on his mobility. No question. Uh, out of Texas, another guy like Oubre from the Lone Star State. He was a late add to the, the development camp and a great late add. Legitimate size, every bit of 6'11", 7 feet even. Um, you know, we talk so much about guys just being impressive. When you walk in that gym and there are all these trees and you're just kind of looking up and you're like, man, you know, you guys got some real size on you. Turner stood the tallest of the tall per se, and, and really ran the floor well. I thought he finished it well. I thought his skill set for a guy that big, this young, was good, you know, especially in the breakdown stuff. Was able to shoot the half hook left, shoot the half hook right. Really good weekend overall for Turner and his development. And he's a guy, once again, at, at seven feet, that you can expect to be in the USA basketball pipeline at least for a couple more trips, whether it's U18s, uh, the FIBA's Americas next year, World Championship games, depending on how long he stays in college, and then a guy that obviously is going to project to the NBA at some point with that height, size, and mobility. We've already touched base about Kelly Oubre there from Finley Prep, and uh, you know head coach Todd Simon can just look a little bit down the bench <laughs> and see Rashad Vaughn uh, also there. Well, you talk about the the ability to have those two guys pair up for you at the two and the three, the three and the two, the four and the one, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you know, Vaughn very much like Uber, his ability to body kids. He's from Minnesota, so actually from the same state that Tyus Jones is. And he was impressive. Maybe the most skilled guard in this 14 group in terms of being able to score it in different ways. Uh, put the ball on the deck multiple times to get all the way to the rim and finish it with a flush. Hit some mid-range stuff. Hit a couple of little right-hand floaters. Got a great frame. Likes to body through a nice lob pass off the pick-and-roll series that we talked about to Thomas Bryant, who will talk about in the 2015 podcast, but just a diverse and versatile game for Rashad Vaughn, who still has not chosen a, a school yet, but whoever gets him is going to get a great one. I really like his ability to score the basketball handling and create shots for himself at the two spot. And that'll do it for this On the Radar Hoops Report podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you back here next time.